Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for Let's Talk Recovery. My name's Aaron, this is Caleb. We just want to thank you for joining us at Cedar Point's fastest growing podcast where we are real, raw, relational, sometimes irreverent. And we're just uh, man, pumped about today's episode. But before we get into that, we want to encourage you to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever you scroll. Um, be sure to like, share all of our content. And then if you're with us locally, um, we want to remind you about our, our in-depth study. Caleb, you want to take a second? Sure, pump, pump yeah. We, we got our in-depth study is going to be starting here at our church, Cedar Point, here in Claremore. Um, that's our the material we use, which is uh, written by some guy. Um, and uh, anyway, it's different. It's not. A, it's not a twelve step. It's not a celebrate recovery. It's it's our own thing. It actually, you know, doesn't take you a year to complete. Um, and you know, we've had incredible success with it. A lot of people uh, graduate. A lot of people through that program, and um, they all report uh, some really positive things. So. You know, we just want to encourage you to, if you are here local, like Aaron said, uh, to check us out and um, get in contact with somebody because uh, we, we still have some room in some groups and we can get you get you going. Yeah, and if you're not local and you're kind of interested about it, you can email us at info at cedarpoint.church. Uh, call the office, 918-283-2221, or you can pick up the, the book and the leader guide, Pursuing yeah. Freedom off of uh, Amazon. We have that available for you there, so yeah. you can actually, it's set up so that you can run your own group. Yeah, if you, uh, glad you said that, because yeah, if you, if you maybe if you're one of the three people that listen to us and you don't go to our church, uh, happen to go to somewhere, somewhere else and you, you know, kind of like what we're doing and you want to get started doing that, um, that is kind of the phase we're in here is we're, we're wanting to try to encourage people to um, you know, try it out at, at, at your church. And, and so anything we can do to help you get started, we would absolutely love to do. Um, I would be more than happy to jump on a phone call or something with you to help you go on, get going. But yeah, there's a online, there's a, there's our the participant guide, but then also a leader guide where I've kind of downloaded what, you know, my intent is with each lesson in that book and helps you to um, run your own in-depth study. Um, you know, you don't need to sign up for anything with us. It's just, it's there because uh, we just want to help people. So yeah, check so it out. be sure to check that out. Um, so we are, uh, before we get into today's episode, I want to preface um, just a couple things. So we are, um, we're going to be harping on a particular gender now. <laughs> um, Which that does, one of the 63. Yeah, one of the 63. Uh, well, I thought it was like a 96. <laughs> I don't you know, know, it changes every day. <laughs> but uh, one of the two, we're going to be harping on one of the two genders. Yes. Um, and... <laughs> And uh, so we're gonna be talking um, primarily to men. Now, women, don't check out. This doesn't mean that you know there's not things that you can take away from this. If anything, this is a great opportunity for you to sit your husband down and say, "Be a man." You, you listen to this. You know, learn to learn to be a man. Man up. Don't talk to your husband that way. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it is uh, it is for everybody. We hope that um, as you're kind of listening, that you don't check out. Um, um, that you are encouraged because um, women. I mean, you still have the opportunity to speak into. Um, male's lives around you, whether that's your your son, your nephew, um, people you work with, people you go to church with. Um, and again, if you're if you're blessed by the content, it's a great opportunity just to to share it with those that are in your circle. Yeah, well, from a from a female standpoint, if you are single, definitely don't check out because uh, a lot of this has come from our experience with you know most of um, the the breakdown of the. You know our gender in in recovery is it's mostly female uh it's it's probably what, like 60 40 female to male and so we deal with a lot of ladies and um what we deal with a lot of ladies is women that have gone through failed uh relationships and um you know once they start talking about the guy that they 
were uh, in a relationship with, uh, Aaron and I both were just like, why, why in the world would you hooked up with that guy? Because that's not, you know, that, that person is not somebody is, is not the kind of man you want to be partnered with. And, um, you know, so, so obviously that's part of that is, is the guy's fault for not growing up and being a man. But part of that, you know, ladies is like, man, you've got to have more value and, and, and understand your worth and hold out for a better, better, uh, male to, to to go through life with you know and so um d- you know don't sell yourself short so if you're you know like i said if you're a single female um yeah don't don't tune out listen to what we're talking about here what what as men we should be doing and then go okay that's the kind of man i want and then you know don't there's no shame in in, in like i said holding out and, and having an expectation for yourself say like, listen i'm worth finding a guy i'm not going to settle for whoever I can just pick up, whoever, you know, just is, is willing to date me or whatever. I'm, I'm going to hold out to find, find a guy that that's going to honor me and honor God, um, and be a leader in my family. So that's, that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, yeah. So, um, we're going to be talking about men. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the written, what, what kind of spurred this on was there's here in the culture here lately, you know, I mean, we've all heard the, the term toxic masculinity, um, which is nonsense, all right? There's masculinity. I mean, that's it. There's just masculinity. Now, are there guys that are, are jerks? Yeah, that's toxic masculinity is just being a jerk. That that applies <laughs> to being, you know, and that's, I'm using a PG term for that. I mean, I'm, there's other terms I'd use, but um, but women can be jerks too, you know, and this, by, by abusing, you know, your traits and who you are and, and the things, you know, uh, being overly aggressive or uh, being, you know, like getting physical in situations where you shouldn't be getting physical or trying to be domineering or this just being a jerk you know that's like so that's anybody can do that like yeah it's not unique to man it's not, it's not gender specific <laughs> it's not it's uh. not now i mean like so we're unique in how we, we that manifests itself but um you know and, and so what we have done is we have demonized masculinity and we're paying for that now and um and it so culturally, we, like I said, we, we've spent the past decade demonizing masculinity. And now what we find is in, in our culture, men are falling behind. There's less men in college. Uh, men are falling behind in their careers. Men are falling um, behind in relationships. Like I, one of the you know, things we hear um, from women who are, are trying to date, who are struggling um, in the relationship spheres, like there's just no, there's no guys out there, you know, because guys are, are removing themselves from the, uh, the dating pool because, you know, all they're being told is, well, everything about you is toxic. And so, um, you know, and they're just like, well, fine, I just won't date, you know, cause they've got, you know, video games, you know, streaming and porn. And so they're like, what else do I need? And they'll just sit in their basement and, and not be involved in society and culture. And, um, and then drug use, we're seeing drug use like in men go up because again, if you're fed the, the message that, uh, everything about what makes you a man is bad and evil, like your self-worth obviously is going to go in the toilet. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and, and the thing is, is, is we have just allowed, uh, culture to dictate to, to, to you know, uh, what man, what being a man is being you know what manhood is yeah. uh, and, and, and obviously to no, to no nobody's surprise it's not it's not a biblical um, image that they're 
coming up with as far as what a man is. Yeah. Well, it's kind of been twofold. I mean, not only have we demonized what a man is, we also blurred the lines between um, between the roles and the fact that, that men are created to be different than women. Um, not only are we created to be different, we're gifted differently, right? <laughs> like our, yeah. our abilities are different. So you have one side saying, hey, to be a man is 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 bad it's toxic it's no good it's it's everything that's wrong with the world then on the other side um you you're kind of making the genders look the same and, and one of the things one of the ways that i see this that that i struggle with the most like culturally is you know you have women doing everything that men can do um like we're supposed to just be the same um and on on face at face value that may not seem um very unhealthy but but it is to the point that you see women in movies you know taking on 300 pound navy seals and it's some 90 pound cheerleader and it's like that's not physically possible you can't do that um so we say hey what you are is bad and we're all the same over here um so it's kind of this this two twofold approach attack on on what it means to be a man and and just on everything and it's it is unhealthy and it's it's not biblical god has created this different the way that men are from biblical standards is not a detriment to society it's a good thing there's tremendous contributions that we make um that that cannot be made um by by women um and there's tremendous contributions that women make that cannot be made by man and the fact that we are different is a good thing a healthy thing yeah. uh, my wife and i have had um at times arguments um and at other times conversations about this you know my wife grew up without a father in the home and so she did not understand really to the extent of um, how men are different than women and the fact that a dad is a different role than mom's role and we would we would get in early on uh, because she would want me to to do all the same things all the same way that she's doing and I just had to look at her and be like that's never gonna happen (laughs) I, I love the kids honey I love them differently like what I'm gonna do is going to be different than what you're gonna do and that's just the bottom line. And she would struggle with that. Now, if I was less of a man, I would have folded. But, you know, I'm pretty stubborn. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm not conforming to that. Right. And, you know, and it, what I was doing was not unhealthy or immoral or any of those things. You know, it was a really different conversation there. But um, in her mind, um, us being team and us being on the same page meant us being the same. Well, that's not right. right. That's not right. The kids don't need that. They don't need two moms. I don't need two dads either. They yeah. grew up being little, you know, butts, and nobody would like that either, you know. <laughs> so, um, men, men are meant to be different, and, and so we want to take some time today just to, to kind of talk about that. Yeah, you know, and that's and that that right there is is another reason why we're why we're running into the problems we're running into is that um, here is a recent phenomenon where a, a large portion of our culture and society, our parent, our kids are growing up in single parent homes. Well, typically the single parent is the mother. And again, this is nothing against single moms, but they're, they're, they're women. They're yeah. not, they're not men. And, and we find that, um, you know, that, that the kids that, um, you know, as juveniles or teenagers, young men that go out and commit a lot of crimes, almost, the one, the one common denominator is not race or location. It's being from a single parent home, and that's uh, that that's a single parent home. That's uh, the mother, and because that's especially when it comes to young young men, the the dad in the in that relationship, his job is to check that aggression. Yeah. Women, women don't understand this because they they obviously don't go through this as as an adolescent male. 
but as we we come into our adolescence and we go through puberty and we start to experience um you know surge in testosterone and the changes that our bodies go through um there's there's a lot of anger and there's and there's this urge to start to become physical and see and this is where you know society has said well that's toxic and you you know you've got to repress that and not do that and it's like no that's it's that's what being a man is is that you you experience those things because of our physiology it's just the way we're made and having a man in the house you know like i've got two 15 year old boys right now and um very much that's going you know all of a sudden you know play with them is is starting to become roughhousing and then you know they 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 fly off the handle more than they used to and that's all and it's just hormones and that's all it is and um, the thing that keeps them in check is not their mother <laughs> it's me you know when they want to start pushing the boundaries a little bit and they want to try to buck up to, to to authority you know dad steps in and says let's go and see how see how that works out for you you know and then that and then they learn that I've got to keep these things in check and so as they uh, grow and develop um, by having two you know healthy parents in this in their household my, my boys are gonna learn you know this is how I can't just you know, rely on my base instincts and just, you know, fly off the handle and get physical because I want to get physical, yeah. you know, and, and then that's why we see, like I said, young men are, you know, the, the men are the, um, way the, the majority of who commits crimes in our country. And like I said, in, in almost all those cases, they're from single parent homes. And again, that's not to bash women. It's just that women are, are made a certain way to do certain things. And men are made a certain way to do certain things. And we complement each other in the home and in a family and so um that's what we're seeing and so 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 you have all these young men who are growing up not knowing what what a man's role is in, in the home um not having to mature not having to to um be, become a man what we would what you know 30 years ago we would say be a man you know? <laughs> actually when we see uh at the end of uh, king david's life um when he's passing the baton to his son solomon i preached on this uh couple weeks ago kind of at the end in this passage he looks at his son and one of the first things he says is be a man yeah <laughs> be a man um but you know uh when i came into janelle's life you know four of my kids are um were hers before they were they were mine and she was a single parent and their father was not in the picture and my uh second oldest son brandon who's a sweet kid if you know him um he's not an aggressor um if anything he could stand to, to be more aggressive um, he wants to please people. You know, he's a great kid, a great boy. Um, but when I came into the picture, he was a little butthole. Like, <laughs> he was, I mean, and my wife is, is a disciplinarian. Mm. She's structured. Um, she doesn't back down. And I mean, but even in all of that, he, as a young man, um, saw his mother. Um, and he, he was doing just that. It was unchecked. There was nobody, mm. um, there was no adult man saying, you're not going to speak that way. You're not going to act that way. It's not going to fly. And so he was starting to get, and admittedly so, he, he will tell you today, yes, that was happening. And he sees the error. Um, so one of the first things I do is I show up, and when we get to that place, of course, not right off the bat of, all right, we're getting married, um, and we're going to be a family. I'm going to be dad. I had to look at him like, I'm only, I can only be dad if I'm, if I'm, if I'm dad here. And she's like, okay. And so that gave me permission to be, that that check of i don't know what you think you're doing yeah. but 
no more. (laughs) And, you know, and and so he's been able to grow and develop in a healthy way now. So it is just incredibly important that, again, that that men um, don't abandon their post and, and don't fall victim to the lie that there's something wrong with who they are. Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, or I should say, something wrong with who they should be. <laughs> who they should be. That's, that's right. Well, I mean, you know, anybody who's grown up, uh, you know, any any man who's grown up in a in a healthy home, typically won't, uh, you know, we, we we would all admit that, you know, mom, while we would get in trouble by mom, n- none of us were ever afraid of our mom, right? My my desire to behave for my mother never came out of uh, fear or intimidation or, you know, of like, I'm not worried, I'm not worried about what she could do to me. And, uh, you know, and that doesn't, you know, I wasn't abused as a kid either. So I'm not, I'm not saying like my dad would just, you know, beat me within the inch of my life. I'm just saying this because you're just like it's my mom, she's not going to, she's not going to hurt me. Like yeah. there's not, there's no fear there. Of, you know, what the way, the way that that mom get you is she'll she'll let you know she's disappointed in you you know if you disappoint your mother it's like oh that that sucks that's worse than any sort of physical punishment you know if if you if you grew up in a a healthy home you know i i just know you know you do something wrong a mom and just be like i'm just so disappointed you know i thought you were better than that please hit me yeah i'm just like just just spank me that'd be much better than strike me yeah so um but that's but that's clear you know that's that's a perfect example of how we operate differently in as different genders. I mean, you know, I, I would hate to, I hated disappointing my mother. And so I would behave the way I was supposed to because I never wanted to disappoint my mother. I didn't want to disappoint either of my parents, but I never, you know, fear of, you know, punishment for my mother was like, what are you gonna do, ground me? I mean, like, you know, are you gonna spank me? Go ahead, knock yourself out. You know, like, good luck with that. Um, you know, after I grew up. So, um, you know, again, we're, we're called to do different roles now different doesn't mean less than doesn't mean you know women aren't less than men we're all we're equal partners and we're we're just differently equipped to do things i mean to do things differently but that's what makes us complementary to each other and somehow we have allowed we've allowed culture culture obviously does not have it together i mean like nobody looks at well there are people unfortunately but we don't look at especially as christians we don't look at culture and go like oh these people seem to have it together I want to get all my advice from them about how to live my life. Um, God made us the way we're supposed to be, and it's and it works out well when we when we operate in in His purposes for us. And so, um, so all that to say, so we're going to talk about, you know, men. What do you need to be doing? What do we need to have? What do we need to do to be a godly man? Um, and uh, some just some areas in which we are failing right now as men and um again part of that is uh society's fault a big part of that i would say is society's fault but part, but you know what regardless whose fault it is it's up to us to start stepping up and, and doing the right things to to correct what we've been told the lies we've been told and stop buying into that stuff and become godly men that that are leaders in our community in our in our society in our homes so the first thing i would tell men especially millennial gen z men is to grow up right so all the women are like yay <laughs> <laughs> grow up you know and this is the thing and, and this is where uh talking and seeing relationships play out in you know from people we know younger people we know and um in our church or just in you know our, you know day-to-day interactions again 
we have this whole generation of men that have been raised by a single mom and have been taken care of. Um, you know, dads, you know, there's a lot of, when we, when we teach, when we are taking care of our kids and I, I can speak from experiences, a lot of the way I take care of kids and, and you talked about this, uh, was it Sunday you, when you preached a lot of my, the way I teach my kids is to tell them tough. I don't care, you know, <laughs> yeah. and not about them, but about, you know, well, this is not fair and this is, I don't care. Deal with it, you know? And, and that seems heartless, but that is how you've got to learn to, um, you know, deal with it. The, the, when you grow up and move out of your house, the world's not going to care about your feelings or if this makes you upset or if this is hard or easy and, and you've got to toughen up and you've got yeah. to, you know, and so, you know, you know, my boys come home from school. Hey, I'll, well, this is, you know, I, I did this band thing and it, um, this other guy is so good. And, um, you know, I just, we're just not ever, you know, I don't know if I could ever be better than him. It's like, well, you can't like that. You know, it's like, if you got a problem with it, you know, here's, here's where I, as a man, I differ, you know, and, well, luckily I've got a wife that she, she's very much, uh, she's a type A too. So she, she would do kind of the same thing, but I'm not going to cuddle them and oh, it's okay. Pat him on the back and it's okay. You'll be fine. You know, you're good just the way you are. No, I tell him if you don't like it, practice. You know, if you don't like it, that guy's going to continue to be better than you because he's probably working harder than you. And if you don't like that, work harder. That's his, that's the advice. That's the love he gets from me. <laughs> it's not coddling and, and loving and, you know, and, oh, it's okay. You're, you're just a sweet little snowflake. He's not getting that from you. But that's what makes him better. You know what happened? My boys practice. My yeah. boys have been practicing over the summer. Because I said, you know what, you guys, if you want to be that guy, you practice over the summer. Because I can guarantee you, that guy's practicing over the summer. Yeah. And if you want to be better, then do better. There's nothing. There's nothing that's going to exchange that. There, there's nothing that's um, that's going to take the place of hard work. Um, and so, like I said, we've had a whole generation of, of young men that are raised by, you know, single moms, who haven't gotten kind of the tough love, and so then they they've they've gotten accustomed to being taken care of and then they find a woman that becomes just another mother for them oh yeah we have a whole generation of men that wear it like a badge of honor that they're a man child yeah and it's it's sad it's disgusting um and this even the whole mindset of being cared for like and, and i get it. i mean there's an extent my wife's nurture um, their husbands. I mean, my, my wife does things for me, but it's right. not. It's not in that sense. We we grow out of that. It, it should be different. She's not my mother. Right. <laughs> There's times I look at my wife and I say, "You're not my, you're not my mom." Like, <laughs> yeah. we're not. Yeah. We're not doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. you're not gonna talk to me that way. We're not gonna approach the situation that way. Um, and. But there's there's men that just lean into that like they need it um yeah. and we do need to grow up yeah i i, I I'm, I'm with caleb on this i mean I'm, I'm so direct with my kids and and i tell them i tell them at this point especially the older ones that you're about to the place where you're gonna thank me you're gonna get a job all your co-workers are gonna be crying in the corner because somebody called them a bad name you're gonna be like my dad's way meaner than this <laughs> yeah. like, um but it's uh we we have to we have to stop um, as men, we have to stop desiring to be coddled, um, yeah. and desiring, you know, just to, to be, to be weak in that it, 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 you have to do it. Um, because as a man, if you're listening to this and you, 
you can't wait for the world to stop. I mean, <laughs> you're just gonna you're to look for it. And again, there's times where my wife, because that's her nature, would do those things for me. But I have to look at her and be like, no, <laughs> this isn't what we're doing. This isn't what we're doing. I'm 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 the man. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be the man here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and there's just, you know, a lot of things that fall under growing up, and that's, you know, yeah, take care of yourself. You need to be your own person. You need to be a man. You need to, you know, and to be a man is to take care of yourself. And that, you know, again, like Karen says, my oh, my wife, she does things for me, um, but I don't need her to, you know. That's part of part of being in a relationship, being in a godly marriage, where we're both trying to put the other's needs in front of our own. And, and so we operate out of that that paradigm, but it's not a not a oh, I can't you know, can you make me dinner and uh, can you do this? Can you do my laundry? Can you do? I know we can both function independently. I demand my laundry duty done. <laughs> yeah, how does that work out for you? Works out good because <laughs> she demands that I make dinner. Yeah, well, there you go. See, I'm now is, <laughs> we compromise. See, we do that now before. So here's you know, uh, before we had kids, uh, I mean that was just like. Hey, I hate, I hate, I don't really like washing dishes. And she's like, I don't like doing laundry. Great. I, I, I'm perfectly fine yeah. doing laundry and she's perfectly fine washing dishes. Yeah. She's not interested in cooking. I don't mind cooking. I don't cook every day. Yeah. I mean, but I hate laundry. <laughs> so, I mean, we just, so we, you know, we, we have a mutual, you know, uh, divvying up of, of the chores and stuff. And um, I can count on one hand how many times I've folded my clothes yeah. since we've been married. Yeah. And I always make sure to give her a hard time about it when it comes to us. Make sure that she sees it. Same, honey. One day we're re redoing our vows. Yeah. It's gonna be in there. It's gonna be in there. <laughs> well, but you know, like I said, now I've got you know two fifteen-year-olds, and um, ever since I don't know, past, I don't know how many years, uh, they they've been on. You know, one one week it's your job to uh, load and unload dishwasher, and the other one is um, your job to wash clothes. Yeah. And it's like, well, we have to do it. One, you know, it's because you're you're leaving our house here soon. Hopefully, yeah. you know, sooner than later. We're going to um, get all the labor we can get. Huh? Whether you, well, <laughs> there's that. But, um, but you know, the conversation is like, you're going to leave our house and you're going to be on your own. And I'm not coming over to your house and seeing a pit. You know, you're going to go and it's, you're going to go and you're also going to be, you know, eventually when you, you know, move out, you're going to be looking for some, you know, uh, some lady, hopefully to put up with your crap and, and marry you. And um, you're not going to be a burden on her. Yeah. You're not going to be taken care of. You're going to be able to take care of yourself. And, and that's an important thing for us. And so, you know, we're, we're teaching them, you know, this is what you have to do to run a house. You have to, you know, clean up after yourself. You have to clean your, your dishes. You have to do your laundry. You have to you need to get them out mowing. Um, that that one's more of a, I just don't want to do it anymore. But, um, but you know, that that's part of growing up and maturing. It's learning to do the things you don't want to do. Uh, there's so many people, like some young men who, who are just, uh, it's hard, tough, yeah, tough, grow up, you know, do some things that are hard, do some things that are tough, go out and, you know, run a 5k or do something that physically is difficult. <laughs> um, do, you know, go learn something that's, that's mentally difficult. Put yourself in situations to, to toughen yourself up. Um, because man, we have just got so so many weak men who face a little bit of adversity, or you know they can't manage and take care of themselves. And it's like, no, you have got to become an individual. You have got to become somebody who can stand on their own two feet, get out of your mama's basement, get out there, clean your own dishes, fold your own clothes, mow your own lawn. You know, go out and, and 
become an adult, a young adult or an adult, maybe, maybe not again. There's plenty of older adults now that I see that are like, you know, still being taken care of. But step number one is you have to mature. You have to grow up. I just, there are so many guys that I see out there that have just not grown up. They just, they, they crumple at the first sign of adversity. What, yeah. what are you doing, man? <laughs> There's some things I want to say right now that I can't say, <laughs> but um, that reference male parts. But anyway, um, so number one, grow up. Um, number two, aspire for more than just your base instincts. And what I mean by that is, I like oh, you ahead. used the term earlier. I want to throw it out there as you're getting started. Yeah. Um, Cable called these guys basement dwellers. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they are, but it, you know, that's what I was said. I mean, that's that's the thing. Comfort yeah. has become the opiate of the masses for us oh, yeah. here, and, and that, especially for young men, when you know, hundred years ago, young men were leaving and going to explore the world. I mean, there was almost this at thirteen, yeah. There's almost this <laughs> obligation, like to go out and adventure, yeah. and we have lost that. Um, you have a little hair under your armpits. You're a man now. Go, that's right. Go forth into the go, world. Go out into the middle of nowhere and build a cabin <laughs> <laughs> and start a farm. That's what they did, you know. And then. Um, All uh, right, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your gun. You know, that you've been shooting since you were six. Yes, yeah, you could walk. Yeah. Here's in you know the eighth grade education you got yeah. at the, the and county now, school. Yeah, we're like, should that seventeen year old have a paint gun? Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, it kind of looks like a real gun. <laughs> like, yeah. Huh? huh? Yeah. Should they have a knife? Yeah. With the safety scissors, like, dude's driving a car. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, it's yeah. just like, what are we doing to people? Yeah. <laughs> so um, we were talking about so. In the, in, I won't go into too much of the the in depth because this probably falls under a lot of you know way off people's radars they don't know but you know because of this uh, this vacuum of masculinity we're experiencing in our culture we're seeing a rise in, in social media spheres of in, you know masculine influencers and some of them are good out there but some of them aren't and some of them because there's such a, a pushback finally of you know you you've got you got all these young men who are just they're unhappy. They don't know why they're unhappy, and the reason they're unhappy is because they're they're repressing everything that makes you, you know, masculine. Because they've been told by all their, you know, uh, friends that in society that you know everything about you is bad, and so they're just trying to repress all this. Well, that's not going to work for too long. And so what they do is they find these guys online who are these quote unquote, you know, men, masculine influencers that tell them that you know, well, we need to reclaim manhood, and that means you know sleeping with as many women as we want drinking and partying and you know being physical and all this you know and just uh just base masculine instincts right yeah. i mean it's like the it, lizard brain <laughs> yeah i mean it's like okay you know being a man doesn't mean you have to de-evolve yeah okay so so when i say aspire for more than your base instincts it's like listen on the you know you gotta want for for more for yourself. You gotta want to become more than just, uh, you know, a guy, you know, a, a, an organism that is just trying to sleep with everything that is of the opposite gender. I mean, um, you know, so that uh, have goals, right? Have goals for your life. Have goals like, you know, you should want to again move out of your mom's basement. Stop stop watching porn all the time because that's playing to your base instincts you're just like you're trying to satisfy this base need 
um, as a man. And, you know, it's like we're called to so much more than just that to, to you know, uh, propagate the species here. Um, so have goals for your life. Start setting some goals for your life where you're like, what am I going to do with my, my career? What am I going to do financially? What am I going to do relationally, spiritually, physically? Um, you've got to start aiming for something more than just making yourself feel happy or pleasurable or comfortable all the time. Can more more goals than just sexual conquest? <laughs> no, isn't that crazy? <sighs> yeah, but you know, the thing is, is that... Um, the research consistently shows that's a dead end, you know, as, as far as happiness goes, is that the happiest people, the happiest men and women and women um, are, are married, you know, and it, by happiest, I mean, they feel most fulfilled. They feel like they have a purpose. They feel the sexually are more fulfilled. So, you know, these guys that are selling this idea that, you know, you're, you need to go out to the bars and, and, you know, try to, again, you know, have all these sexual conquests. It, that doesn't lead to happiness you know it's 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 a it's a false promise and and becoming something and doing something with your life and finding a partner to share it with and to share goals with and to um you know live life with that that leads to to happiness and again that's not just me saying that's that's research shows that over and over and over again so yeah this is that We've, we've gone so far the other way with this again as men i mean we're can you keep your kids on your insurance look 27 now yeah i mean just ridiculousness um i just don't even understand it um <laughs> just the, the amount of coddling yeah. that we have and and i've witnessed it with people in in my own family where it's just like when, when are you gonna start life like you're you should have children now <laughs> Mean or yeah. something you you should be in a career like and I, I just i mean so so what are we doing here guys i mean so legitimately have, have some goals that are like how, how are you gonna leave your mark in society um and you know of course first and foremost you know what are you doing for the church you know and how are you leaving your mark that way but outside of that like what what is your contribution um you know i, I don't want to sound like george bernard shaw but you know, <laughs> you should be able to give an account for what you're doing. I'm not saying we should off you in the end, but yeah. you should yeah. be able to look at somebody and just like, this is what I'm doing to kind of make the world a better place. Right. Um, and doing it before you're like in your mid thirties. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I, what, uh, this is again, one of the things that I had saw, seen that uh, made me want to talk about this, this topic. And is I can't remember if it was uh, 40 year old, just men or just 40 year olds in general, but it was, we're now up to as a society, one and one out of four, 25% of 40 year olds, um, never being married, which is, um, you know, the highest that it's ever been. Whereas like, I don't know, 50 years ago, it was like 98% of, you know, 40 year olds have been, you know, had been married and actually been married for a while. And, um, you know, as a culture, you just want to look at demographics and, you know, from a socioeconomic standpoint, like we're, we're we've become upside down as far as like uh, replacement, um, you know, so America is actually we're, we're cruising for a bruise and not as fast as China is, but uh, we're, we're not replacing ourselves. And so we're actually dying out as a population because we're not because of because of our comfort, because we, you know, we have all these young people who don't know how to navigate. You've been told we've obliterated gender lines and so then when they go to date i can't imagine trying to date 
if Jill and I ever divorced, I'm just going to die single because there's oh, no yeah. way I'm ever dating again. Because you can't you've roll those dice. <laughs> no, you've obliterated, you know, everything about what makes men and women different. And then you're like, okay, now get into a relationship together. Yeah. And you're like, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, and, and so, so what we have is we have, you know, we're not getting married, we're not having children. And, um, you know, in, in a number of years, we're, <laughs> we're in deep trouble because. We haven't. We're not replacing ourselves. Well, some you people know, are replacing society. themselves. Well, yeah. Have you, you seen? You guys have done extra. So. Well, no, that's not <laughs> who I'm talking about. Um, have you seen Idiocracy? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Our listeners, I'm not <laughs> condoning this movie from a church perspective, but at the very least, go look up the trailer for Idiocracy. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, what used to be a comedy has become a documentary. <laughs> it has. It so has. just just watch the trailer, and but, you'll be like, Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> But yeah, so, you know, again, you have to decide to, to be more than what society tells you, which is just, you know, your, your, your job is to go out, have a job and pay taxes and, and exist, you know, yeah. and uh, guys have just lost that sense of adventure, that sense of conquer. And I'm not talking about women. I'm talking about your life. You know, go out and, and try to do what what can you do with the time that you've been given? You know, so many guys are just trying to exist, and, and um, it's the uh, the Shawshank Redemption line. You know, get busy living or get busy dying. It's like do something with your life. What are you What are you doing? What are you accomplishing? What difference are you making? You know, what changes have you made? You know, are are you leaving at a better place? The people around you, this, the community around you, are you going to make it a better place than it was than when, when you got there? Or are you just going to be a mooch and leech off that thing? Men should not want to be a, a mooch or a leech or to just exist. Men are made to, to do, to lead, to conquer, to grow. Um, and, and, if, and if, like I said, if you're just you know existing, man, you, you have got to start to aspire for more than that. So number one, grow up. Number two, aspire for more than than reproduction right um number three be a leader uh be a leader and so number one lead yourself right you can't lead others if you can't lead yourself and so that means take care of yourself for goodness sakes you see these guys that are just like you know um they're just a mess you look at them you're like are you homeless <laughs> you know like no, uh, this is my mom. Yeah, no, this is my mom. My mom said I looked okay. <laughs> you know, and that's you know, a conversation I have again with my my young boys, my young men who are you know 15 and you know leaving the house. And I'm like, did you? We have mirrors upstairs, don't we? You know, in your bathroom there are mirrors. Yes, you know. Yeah. Well, adult yeah. men even going around not wearing deodorant. Yeah. Like, you know, we have soap. We've yeah. had it a while. Yeah. And like, yeah. put on some deodorant. Put on some deodorant. Practice personal hygiene. Wash your clothes. Shave your face. You don't, I mean, you know, I mean, now, if, again, uh, the exception being, you know, obviously a, a well manicured and groomed beard. If you, you have a beard and you and you keep it, you know, you don't have a beard because you're just, I don't want to shave. <laughs> that's different. But, um, you know, that's what I tell my son, my sons is, is like, listen, um, you're not, I'm not telling you to, to, to dress up or to comb your hair to impress anybody. I'm telling you to, to, to dress up and comb your hair because you have self-respect. You know, I, I care about, obviously I don't have to worry about combing my hair, but um, I care about how uh, I pre present myself to the world. You know, I'm not going to just be a slovenly mess because 
I, I think more of myself than that, you know, and that's what leading yourself is, you know, I, I'm not going to, um, you know, I take care of my health by exercising because I, you know, uh, I expect more out of myself than just to, you know, exist and die. And so, um, lead yourself. You can't, like I said, you can't lead a family or, you know, you can't lead your coworkers or anybody else if you can't lead yourself. If you can't do the things, you know, like we talked about just a minute ago, taking care of your home, whatever living area you, you are in, if you are not, you know, if it's a pigsty because you, you know, you can't be bothered to, to wash your own clothes or wash your own dishes and those kinds of things, like, who are you going to lead, you know? So, um, one of the, that's a, a principle that one of the, the online guys that's really resonating with young men who actually is a positive influence is Jordan Peterson. He, that's one of his, his book called 12 Rules for Life. And that's, I think the first one is to make your bed, which um, I'm not saying you have to make your bed, but the point of it is, is to do something, to start your day off by doing something that improves your life, right? Is to, to tidy up after yourself. And by doing that, you're starting off, you're setting a precedent that I'm going to do I'm going to do something more than what um, other people, you know, I'm not just going to leave it. I'm not just going to exist. I'm going to actually do something to improve my area and my surroundings. And that's setting a precedent to, to follow for the rest of the day. And so, yeah, take care of yourself. Stop looking homeless. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I think I said enough. <laughs> so then the second part of that is then, you know, it, it, for, for guys that have families, lead your family. Um, this is a, a thing that, you know, this is where all this comes from. A lot of this comes from is, is guys who are just disengaged. So even if, so you're practically in a, you know, you got a single mom uh, that's married basically um, where the mom is doing, you know, well, I went and worked, you know, 40 hours a week. Well, congratulations, yeah. you know, so, so do a lot of guys. And you know what? Uh, those guys also then are involved. That is not a, that is not an excuse not to be involved with your family. You know, well, I'm just too tired. Well, then go start to exercise and get yourself in shape. Because, yeah. like, if you're too tired to, you know, be involved with your kids, like, then uh, th you're making an excuse. Yeah. You know? I don't care how tired I am. I'm always going to, um, you know, be involved with my kids. This is not anything. I'm like, I need to be, you know, like dying of cancer where I'm, like, physically unable to do that before I am not going to do something, you know, be involved with my kids and my family. That's just not a thing. Lead your family. That's your that's your role as a man. Is to be a leader in your family. Yeah, I mean, especially you know, spiritually or, or myself. You see, women driving the things of God in, in our in our churches. That that's wrong. You've got women driving concepts of morality. And that that's wrong. Men men are meant to be out front, um, not not to be behind. Um, that's it's the way God designed it. And it's nothing against women. It's not that they're inadequate or incapable of any of those things. It's just from from a biblical worldview, men should be leading the charge in these things. That that's the way it should be. Not sitting in the background, not being told what to do, not having to be drugged um, to, to worship or or any of those things. They should be the ones setting the precedent, setting the tone, setting the expectation, and saying, yeah, you know, refresh for me and my house. This is what we're gonna do. Um, and we just don't see that. It's the women having to again to say oh this this is a boundary here we shouldn't cross it or you know we should probably you know go take the kids to to church and, and that, that's that's bull that's bull crap we, we can't do that men we have to step up we have to lead um and 
we have to be the encouragers. I wish I had the stats on it. I thought of it. Rick shared it before. But even when it comes to the things of God, just the impact of a man showing mm-hmm. up versus a woman showing up in the family. You remember? I don't yeah, know. I was going to say it's like 96%. Like if the man comes make come into church priority, it's like 96% of the, you know, of the family comes versus yeah. it's like women, it's like 60%. Or yeah, it it's, drops dramatically. Yeah. Like it's not even comparable. <laughs> right. Um, when you look at the type of influence we have um, over over our families. And yet we don't utilize it properly. No. Not at all. No, we, we, we want to check out. Yeah, you know, or abuse it. Yeah, <laughs> check out or abuse it. Yeah, and um, and I mean, so so much of here's here's the the bottom line. Um, when you look at culture as a man and you complain, you realize that the world's the way it is because men have failed to show up. That's the bottom line. Absolutely. It's our fault. It's not. A, it's not a woman's fault. Nope. It's men have failed. That's what's wrong. Men have failed. Yeah. Absolutely, um, 100% agree. You know, and it's it's a it's a dang shame that you know the, the most most attended church service is uh, Easter, and then was it the second most attended church service is Mother's Day. Mother's Day, Father's Day. And I can tell you from our experience from being at church, you know, we're always here on on, on those Sundays. Um, you know, Father's Day is looks pretty much like a regular Sunday. Yeah. And it's crazy, you know. And our church does better. A lot of churches drop below their normal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> most times a guy what he wants to do for Father's Day is not go to church. It's like, what are you doing? What kind of leadership is that? Yeah. What kind of spiritual leadership is that? You know, and I get it. As a man, there are moments where you want to you you and and I'm not telling you you can't do this where you want to have time for yourself. Like there's certain, you know, Saturday in the fall. I want to watch college football and I want to not be bothered. You know, we all have the, as guys that we all have those things we want to do. We want to, I want to sit in the chair and I want to watch this. I want to watch my sports and not be bothered. I'm not telling you not to do that. But the difference is, is that when those times aren't happening, then you have to be engaged. You have to make time uh, out to, to, to be a dad and to, to lead your family. You know, I talk about all the time I do, triathlon and the thing with triathlon is you, you do have to train a lot if you want to you know I mean it can become if you're training for like a full Ironman that's a, that's a you're spending 20 hours a week that's a part time job training for something like that and when I did that um, you know I hated it because there was a lot of times where I was you know like I gotta be on my bike for 6 hours you know sweetheart my, my daughter wanted to do something I can't do that but I always made a point that okay the time that I, I'm not doing that I am gonna make sure I'm not just checked out in yeah. the recliner somewhere, you know, no matter how tired my legs were or exhausted I was from having to do those kinds of workouts. I'm going to, I'm going to, Hey, what do you want to do? Let's play a game together. Let's read together. Let's do, let's do something together. I'm not going to just check out. And man, so many guys have done that culturally. We're struggling right now. You know, uh, we have men competing in women's sports. And every time I see that, I'm like, where are the dads? Where are the dads? <laughs> Why aren't you up there uh, pulling your kid out and saying, no, we're not going to, we're not going to engage in this farce. Yeah. You know, women, there's women that are doing it and it's like, you know, kudos to those ladies for stepping up into the role that men should be doing. But man, where are the dads? Yeah. My daughter was out playing against some, you know, dude who feels pretty and wants to be a compete. I'm the like, heck no. Yeah. Either we're, we're, you know. I'm I, either I'm shutting down that whole league or I'm at least pulling her out and saying, we're not, we're not doing this, you know, because, uh, 
you know, culturally, men have got to step up. And Christian men, we have got to step up. You know, like exactly what Aaron said, man. Uh, we're exactly where we are culturally because men have checked out. You know, and society has done that. You know, when what do we see? Anytime we see a, a representation of a, a dad or a husband on a TV show, they're always a buffoon. Oh yeah. You know, and they they just get walked over, and and we we have internalized that and think, well, that's just well, I'm just a dad. I don't know anything. Yeah. No, no, I'm not an idiot. I'm not a I'm not a side character. I'm not somebody to be laughed at in the background. Um, and, and if you don't like that and you don't want to do that, then stop doing it. Stop being that way. Grow up, lead your family, you know, take that role. Um, be that man that you, that your wife probably really wants you to be, you know, um, she, she may not say it to you in, in direct terms, but they're dying for you, you know, and I'm not saying that because they can't do it. I'm just saying that they would love to not be navigating life in a family by themselves they yeah. would love a partner which uh leads me to our last one is um to respect women yeah you know we're, we're partners um and this is where this is where a lot of this came from you know back 100 years ago we were very much a, a male driven society and there was a lot of places where we um you know women weren't treated well by men and when we did just well i'm stronger so do what i say you know, and, and that is not the right way to treat women. And that's not the way to treat women in a relationship, in a marriage. Um, we're partners. We're, we are made to operate together as partners where um, her strengths complement my weaknesses and vice versa. Now, obviously, God calls in, in the Bible the man to be the head of the household. And we've talked about this a number of times, is that in our household, both of our wives acknowledge that we're the head of the household. But never in our marriage have I ever, not that I can remember, been like, listen, I'm the man, so you got to do what I say. <laughs> I always take into account what, you know, we, we have conversation. What, what should we do in this situation? What do you feel? What do you think? Here's what I think. Let's talk about this because we communicate as partners. Um, but because she's different than me does not mean she's less than me. And, and, you know, and we have got to stop acting like that towards women. Um, and, and, and that controlling our, our anger and controlling our aggression and controlling our strength um, is part of being a man. You know, can we force women, you know, we could get physical, we could get verbal and we could be scary and, and intimidate to, to get our way but that that is not being a man right a man a real man doesn't do that kind of thing um you know a real man is under control and understands what, what they can do and acts in spite of that right so um yeah i mean i think one of the, the reasons especially now that our culture is really struggling with this you know we had women's rights movement which um was great up until the point that we convinced women that they should do all the things men should do and we blurred those lines right. um women should have rights women are equal women are partners um equal doesn't mean we do the same things um and we i think you know so this great thing happened now culturally though because pornography has taken over we men are now losing this and it's reverting back to this uh, objectification um it's it's unbiblical on so many levels and um again yeah as men we we have to stop um the over sexualization of women the the lack of respect um objectification and and realize that women 
may be physically weaker. That doesn't mean they're less than. Um, women may be kinder. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're less <laughs> yeah. than. Th those are all um, great qualities that um, bring balance to, to our lives. That they're they're all the things that we're not. That's a good thing. Yeah. And they're all the things that we're not because we we need those things too. Um, that, that God, I, I believe that God created us that way. So not not one of us can say I have this without you. Right? We're created for that relationship, and if I can be all of those things on my own, what do I need the other for? And so it's it's purposeful. I couldn't get that purposeful that that we're created that way. So we would in in hope look at each other and be like, you you make this possible. <laughs> my my wife makes our family possible. I make our family possible. That, that we can't do what we do without the other one. We just can't. We can't yeah. We can't operate that way. I can be complete me, and she can be complete her, but we can't carry out God's purpose for our family without the other person present. Right, and that's the way God designed it. You know, and that's a, in creation, you know, in Genesis, the first time God says that he is not happy is when he sees that man is alone. And what does he do? He takes, you know, the rib from Adam and creates a partner for, for Adam, a companion, um, not for him to dominate or to, not to domineer, Right. And since after it makes Adam and Eve, it's like your job is to you, you guys together. Your job is to 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 manage right over over my creation. And um, there is no no. Um, and then it says and for this reason, you know, a man will leave his mother and father and, and join with his wife and they will become one. Right. Not not 60, 40, 70, 30. They, they'll become one. We become one person because we complement each other. And, and that is that that's the way we need we need to honor women in that that regard and, and not look at the way they're different and consider that that as weaknesses those are complementary to our weaknesses their, their strengths are, are help us um, because you know fighting is not always the solution <laughs> you know getting into fist fights to solve your problems isn't always the best way to do that because that's the man the, you know the male well it used to be the man's way to deal with it now we just you know I'm gonna fire off a mean tweet and uh, hide behind a keyboard or whatever, but yeah, um, you know, so 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 yeah, so um, like Aaron said, you know, the initial wave of feminism where we're um, striving for equality in, in a lot of areas that needed to happen, that was a good thing. But now, trying to act like you know we're all the same, that's not a good thing. We're not designed the same, and we shouldn't be that way. Um, and, and you know, be you know, it, there's nothing wrong with being different. And we need to, to honor those things. Um, so, so hopefully that helps. I'm sure uh, maybe we'll get some basement dwellers to fire up some mean <laughs> emails or comments too. So. Um, but you know, like in man, the guys, like I said, for the for the fellows that are listening, and if if this describe, you know, I'm not, this isn't me, you know, insulting you guys or any of that kind of stuff. It's me challenging you to become, grow into the man that God made you to be. Because um, man, we need strong Christian men. Our society is is dying on the vine right now, and that is because of a lack of male leadership. Um, men being men, men stepping up in the homes, men leading their families, men leading their communities with principles and you know an honor and resolve that men used to have. Um, stop letting society feed you and poison your brain with a bunch of nonsense about toxic masculinity. That's not a thing. Masculinity is good. Um, and uh, when used in the right way, man, it it, it, it can change the world. So, yeah, um, man, yeah, just uh, 
just want to second that. Just uh, man, man up, <laughs> grow up. Um, I, I hope that uh, if uh, you're in the category that we were talking about, and man, I hope it, I hope it ticked you off a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so you step up or come have the conversation with us. Yeah, use that um, anger to motivate you to do uh, better. Come on, keyboard warriors. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we are um, grateful for, for you being here. Um, ladies, if uh, this is something you feel like will speak to one of the men in your life, you share it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks uh, just for checking us out. You can like and, and share our content on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, leave great reviews <laughs> um, of, of everything we do. But we... Uh, and hope that you found encouragement through this. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, you can reach us at 918-283-2221 at the church office or info at cedarpoint.church. That's the email. But we uh, love you guys, and we'll see you right back here next week. <laughs>